We're recording again. It's tough to just fucking just whip up the juice again, dude. Just, you know, yeah, that you, you don't want to fucking, you don't want to try and bark up the same fucking tree and say the same shit, but you also. But you can. <laughs> that is fucking true. If we fuck around with these technical difficulties, I'm gonna fucking record another one before we get started. Yeah. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have superpowers, rap 225,000 hours. Get a calculator, do the math. I made a thousand songs that made you move your ass. And for the last 300 months, I made 16 albums with me on the front, and they bump. Where you get your beats? I heard 93 rappers say bitch like me. Two singers and 10 comedians, and I'm still gonna yell it every time you see me in. What's my favorite word? Why they gotta say it like short? You know they can't play on my court, can't hang with the big dogs, stay on the porch, blow the whistle. Yeah, it's the first official episode of the Big Dogs Only Podcast. I am your host, Nick Breezy Breen, checking in with my boy, Joey Snacks, Joe Schmidt, checking in from Louisville, Kentucky. How are we doing tonight, Big Dog? We're doing good. Watching that Arkansas-LSU game, hoop game, LSU slaughtering right now. Recently retired from gambling, so kind of just checking in on my spreads these days to see how hot or cold I am to get back into it, come out of retirement soon. The, pick, the picks you would have played, right? The picks, the picks I would have played, yeah. The, the picks you would have played that always fucking coincidentally win, huh? Exactly. Yeah, I hear that. Been there, been there. Haven't thought of a fucking bet that wasn't a good one. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Joe and I met at Rollins when we were uh, in college. We rushed the same fraternity together. So, uh, yeah, we just met and uh, – and clicked and fucking linked and big sports fans. We kept in touch and both wanted to hop on the fucking podcast and do something like this. So here we are, episode one. Uh, just going to go ahead and throw out our teams real quick so you can just check on the bias that you will inevitably hear. I am a Boston Red Sox fan, uh, unfortunately a Philadelphia Eagles fan right now. I'm uh, not a big hoops guy, but I will claim the heat right now since they are hot. And, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. I have been to a couple games, so I can't say I'm a fan. Uh, and then uh, college, I don't really uh, fuck much, but college football. Uh, but I, I, I claim to be a Florida fan. I think I might be a closet Alabama fan though as well. Those are some good. Those are some good picks. Not no problem with uh, supporting Saban and the boys over there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a New York sports fan. New York Yankees, Syracuse basketball unbiased college football um i watch acc i watch the sec sabers fan unbiased nba fan probably my favorite league um magic knicks though i support out of the east i got a bunch of favorite players that we'll, we'll continue to talk about but yeah those are those are my teams Word, word. Well, while we are talking about my closet fucking Alabama fandom, you can tell that I enjoyed watching the thrashing they put on Ohio State Monday night. Uh, a lot of people just, you know, clown on the SEC for their slogan of it just means more. But uh, I think the proof's in the fucking pudding when they go out there and uh, boat race anybody and everybody you put in front of them. And they can do whatever they want. They can slow play you and run it down your throat like they did against Notre Dame. Or they can just line you up, spread you out, and just pick you a fucking part. So yeah. it uh it was an impressive win, impressive season. 
from uh, Nicholas and the football factory because they just, once again, year after year, you know, they're going to put out a consistent product. Yeah, and that's the the stat of the day is, for the pot at least, is every recruit that, that has ever gone to Alabama has won a national championship, which is absurd to think about. There, no other team can say that. No other coach can say that. You're a recruit. You're running back out of Texas. Saban wants you. Walks into your house. Walks into your living room. Says every recruit that I've ever brought in has won a national championship. That's pretty simple. And then you talk about all the guys who have made it to the league. Like it's just easy for him at this point. And everybody loves him down south. All the all the Tide fans love him. Like he's just he's that guy down there. Credit him. Credit the players on his team. But he's the one putting it together. So. Yeah, I mean, you got you have as much talent as they have, and it's, you can see it with other programs that it's hard to hard to manage. And I think it's just also he's got a no no bullshit policy. You know, he doesn't he doesn't deal with it. Doesn't matter who you are, how good you are, he'll fucking send your ass packing. But they also have guys that go there and you know talk about trust the process. They you know guys will sit for three years and play you know as a redshirt junior, redshirt senior, and you know tear it up. And they get drafted in the first round, you know, get paid. They just, you know, they understand the plan, you know. And there's people, you know, that have left. You know, Kamara is the big one who left. And, you know, yeah, he's obviously what he is. But he was going to be that wherever he was, you know. So there's a lot of guys that have done that. And uh, not many have had success like that. So, you know, like Najee Harris is number one overall player in his class. And he didn't play until his last two years. And I think he's he's a stud. He's one of the best fucking running backs. I can remember in recent memory, what he did this year, just, you know, nobody stopped him. So it's a, uh, another one of those things you just kind of expected the uh, unofficial official play for me in that game was minus two and a half over 68 and a half for the tide. And that, uh, that cashed easily three unit play there. And uh, easy money probably hit and like that over probably hit right after half. Well, I told you that I wish I would have. I wish I wish I would have just put more burn on it. I wish I would have taken the over straight up at seventy five. Yeah. Even, even though that barely cashed, I had a lot of confidence. We talked off air that, regardless, you know, there was going to be there's going to be a lot of fucking points scored in that one. So we knew what was going on there. Uh, you know, Fields is good for three scores, like like you'd expect. Yeah. And uh, and you didn't even yeah, play got, that great. Well, I, and I, t- I told you, too, is like I should have just took a shot in the dark and gone with like a, a you know, two-score alt line for Bama and get him at, you know, some plus odds to win by two scores because, I mean, there's really no way, you know, I don't really necessarily remember them winning close games in recent memory. Like they either, you know, they either boat race you or, you know, just get a yeah. big lead, get a big lead and you kind of come back at the end. Another good stat prior to this game was that the – that Saban in the Tide since the college football playoff era, um, he hasn't covered the spread. He's covered it in the BCS like however many times, like a bunch of times, but in the college football playoff era, never covered against the spread. So that was the first night? Had to be. Yeah. What was the spread at that game? It was eight. Eight or eight and a half. It started at eight. What, for the championship? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I played it. My yeah. Oh well, yeah, because you had a you had the teaser. Yeah, I, I got it minus nine actually because it was a six and a half point, so I got it minus nine. And uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't cover against Notre Dame because they were yeah. like tw- 
they were 20 or seven. They were like 17. Yeah. Yeah. I know you had Notre Dame and they covered and they yeah. won. It was 31 17, right? So, yeah. Yeah. It must have been it. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, another year, another, uh, another fucking stacked ass Alabama team. And, you know, we see that in the draft. We'll roll into that. And uh, I got I one mean, more point before we get there about people are saying, oh, I don't know how Alabama's going to be next year when the OC leaves all this. That kid that took snaps at the end of the game, Bryce Young, yeah. he went to school out in Philly or something, pulled his stats up. He threw he's from 13,000 yards. Yeah, he's from he's, Cali. Right? Yeah, modern day, which is like, you know, perennial top 10 high school college football program. Yeah, and, uh, four-year varsity starter. Program. Threw for 13,000 yards, rushed for like over 1,000. Like the kid can run. It's, a stupid amount of touchdowns, like probably like close to probably like over 200 total touchdowns. Yeah. Just absurd. Yeah. He's going to be a stud. It's but it's, it's wash, rinse, repeat there. Like it's the culture that starts at the top and then you just pick, you know, you plug the players as, as kind of needed, you know, they've cycled offensive coordinators. They had Kiffin, they had, you know, they had Sark. Now yeah. I think I've read, I think that Bill O'Brien's going to coach there, which I don't know how the fuck that'll work out, but uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter uh, who the OC is. Yeah, like, they're gonna have they're the gonna talent have talent that they have. It's just, I mean, yeah, it it's crazy. They could literally run the same play. They could run, which is like, I love this. I love that. This is like one of my favorite football calls on offenses. It's just dumping it off to your running back. Everybody goes long, and you just dump it off to like Najee Harris or like the Browns. Yeah. What they dump it off to Chubb, and then it'll be like second and ten or something, and then they'll have like twenty yards in front of them to work with, like. Mm-hmm. It's such a simple, easy play. And when you're Alabama and you have, like, Devontae Smith or something, you can just yeah. send him long and, you know, he's going to have two guys on him. And yeah. he's going to burn him off the line. It's They could just run the simplest plays because they're just so powerful. And it starts with, like, the O-line, just getting the biggest recruits. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do get the studs on the line, which is what people sleep on because uh, you went in the trenches. So yeah. – yeah, I mean, that being said, like you saw last year, they had Jedrick Wills, one of their, their, their right tackle was taken in the first round. Their left tackle, Alex Leatherwood, will be a first rounder most likely. And you look at the top of the draft, Devontae Smith will be up there. Waddle will be, you know, top 15, 20 pick. Um, yeah. You know, they got Landon Dickerson, their center. He'll probably be a day two pick. You know, I mean, they're just they're just fucking studs. Patrick Sertain, corner. They don't even throw to him. You know, SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Mac He'll Jones be will be in the pick. first round. Yeah, Mac Jones is going to be the back half of the first round now. I mean, Najee Harris, I think, should go in the first round. But he'd be – he's going to be the steal of the draft. Dude, whoever, I pr- whoever, whoever I, he gets I, Like, I pray, honestly, maybe, that he, like, gets around to the Philly – no shot. The they second. wouldn't even pick him. But you're right. They fucking wouldn't. Because <laughs> they wouldn't even pick him. They wouldn't, but they they wouldn't, but they fucking should. I don't Did like they have also. a shot at last draft? Justin Jefferson. Yeah, the Jefferson. Vi- the vi- who yeah, I the love. Vi- I don't even I want to talk. I don't, I don't even want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. The Vikings fucking laughed. The Vikings fucking laughed. That's all you need to know. But um, yeah, that was a crazy yeah, pass. Up. I don't know. The Eagles are. I, they, they, I don't know. They're. Who the fuck knows? They're going to do whatever the head coach they get hired is. Um, you know, I don't know. I think Trevor Lawrence to be the number one pick. I think most people are consensus on that. I think at this yeah. point. Um, I got two, I got three mock drafts up. I got Ryan Wilson, Chris Paso, Josh Edwards, all from CBS, and they all got Trevor Lawrence going one. Two of them got Fields going second. Um, 
they got that big O-line uh, from Oregon that we've talked about before. He's nasty. He's great. And then all three got Zach Wilson going for to the Falcons, have the fourth pick. Interesting. And, yeah. And, I mean, for me, the big pick, just because I'm, I'm a big fan of them, is uh, in the five spot, they got – Bengals. So the Bengals, the Bengals are in the five shot. And, you know, Joe Burrow coming back next year, hopefully a healthy recovery from an injury. Terrible what happened this year. He had no O-line. Thought he played great for the first couple games. He was healthy. But, I mean, they have a chance at a receiver. They could probably get Jamar Chase. I think he'll drop – he should drop to five be available. And then Kyle Pitts from Florida, who I love. He's that, like, Darren Waller type player. Like, he's – a hybrid yeah, he's a tight end, but like runs routes like he's a wide receiver. He's he's an absolute weapon. But Matchup then, fucking yeah. problem. But Devontae Smith should be available as well. Yeah. Hopefully. Who I knows? Know. Yeah, they're thinking that. They, they, I mean, it could go a bunch of different ways. It kind of depends what the Dolphins do at three. Yeah, they're the big as, pick. Assuming Lawrence Fields won two, then it's. Do the Dolphins get Suell and get a franchise left tackle? Do they get Devontae Smith, a weapon for Tua? Pending Tua is their quarterback in April. They yeah. could trade they could trade for Deshaun Watson. That's you know floating out there with all that bullshit. Um, I so like I mean that. it really depends what they do at three. The Falcons, I think, are probably gonna take a quarterback, is what it sounds like. I yeah, don't know. Well, I mean, I, mean I, don't really, I, I don't know what they need. They is Wilson to- best available? Best available uh, quarterback? I mean, he's he's shooting up boards big time, and he's going to look sexy at the combine, I think. So he's a know. real uh, like coach's player. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fucking stoked if my team's taking a quarterback from BYU fourth overall. I'm just going to be completely honest. But you know, yeah. who knows? Maybe they play Matty Ice for you know a year. I don't know how long's left on his contract, but do that, and then uh, you know, give the reins to Wilson. But then that's four. You know, the, the Bengals are taking – I think they're taking probably a wide – got to sh- take an offensive weapon. Got to take yeah, somebody for Burrow. To for, yeah, I was going to say they're probably taking either a wide receiver or an offensive lineman. Like if Suell's there, they may take Suell and, get a, left, so, and, sure. and get a left tackle or they, they get whatever receiver Burrow wants whatever weapon he wants. So I think that's probably the move there. I know the Eagles now are getting mocked, like Micah Parsons, that linebacker that opted out from Penn State, who's fucking trill for yeah. what it's worth. He had like 100-plus tackles, 15 sacks, like just ungodly fucking numbers his sophomore year. So, I mean, I like that pick, and our linebacking core is terrible. I mean, I like it as much as you could like taking a linebacker at six overall. Yeah. I mean, do but you I mean, need a do, receiver? I, I mean, we need a fucking lot of things. If Smith is there, would you take him? Like, would the Eagles take him? Well, they got to figure out their coach and their quarterback. Like, you got to figure Jaylen out – Jalen Hurts the, isn't your quarterback? I don't know who my fucking quarterback is. You can get in now. I feel we'll, – we'll touch on how I feel about my quarterbacks <laughs> fucking, fucking later. But, I mean, dude, I'm down with riding with Jalen Hurts. Get the, get the fucking RPO with Miles Sanders – Get me Devontae Smith. I I really want them to sign fucking A B this offseason because he's looked fucking tremendous with the Bucks now. Getting targets. Like if you throw him the ball ten times a fucking game, makes plays. He's the best receiver in the game still, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean He's a playmaker. Dude, 
nothing has changed about him. Like, yeah, there's other guys that are good, but it's just like, bro, you know when AB is playing a 16-game fucking season, he's going for 100 and 1,000. 100, 1,000, and 10. Yeah, I mean, he's go- where no, he's- it's not a question about his talent, though. That's why I know. Yeah. It's not like – yeah, 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 he's in yeah. case. Yeah, it, it, that's all it is. Like yeah. people, at, dude, he would be signed if he wasn't a head case, and he would be signed for big money, and he would, he would be, he wouldn't be signed to the Bucks. They wouldn't have had a chance to get him. Like I, I think, he'll, I think, I think though, what he's done, like coming in midseason, not being a problem, and producing, I think he'll get signed somewhere else if he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I don't, the Eagles don't make good front office decisions. <laughs> no, they don't. We fired the head coach instead of the guy that fucking gets us personnel where we have, you know, three of the top 20 highest paid defensive tackles mm-hmm. and only two of them can play at once. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a front office problem over there. Who, uh, who are the Giants projected to pick? The Giants got – Oh, one of them. One of them has Devontae Smith dropping to eleven, which I don't think is realistic. And these were ju- these were updated uh, the thirteenth today. These were updated today. We are recording this on Wednesday, January thirteenth. For anybody wondering, <laughs> but uh, Devontae Smith was before the uh, championship game that was updated on one seven last week. And then they got Kyle Pitts here, which would be a great weapon having Pitts and Ingram. I mean, Pitts would line up. I don't know if Daniel Jones is the answer in in New York, honestly. He's a great runner. He reached the highest top speed of any quarterback on that one super long run that he had earlier this year. Yeah, that he also fell on his fucking face. He he's a good runner. But he's not a good passer. They call him Danny Dimes. The guy is not a good passer. And he's a product of Duke. I don't like Duke. I just don't think he's the answer in New York. And I would love for them to trade for Watson. I think I think that would be a move for them. I don't know what, what their picks are looking like. And they could give up next year if they still have first-rounder next year. But, I mean, they got to have picks. Their team is so bad. So bad offensively. Defense like made some some huge plays this year and had some great games, but their their offense is, is horrific, especially without Saquon. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, who knows? We'll see. We'll see who gets invited to the combine, how all the testing goes, and see you know what shakes out when we get a little bit closer to April. But speaking of the NFL, we had Wild Card Weekend this past weekend. Some good fucking games. I am going to be 100% honest, didn't really watch. I was at the golf course for like six hours fucking Saturday from 12.45 tea time to uh, like 6 p.m. It was slow as fuck, so I didn't get to watch much. But uh, the Bills Bills pulled it out of the Colts. We both, yeah. uh, you know, we both were, uh, were confident in that. The, I mean, let's just go over every game real quick. Real quick, the starting with Bills Colts. I thought, I mean, the Bills were for sure gonna win. It was a matter of how much. They didn't cover the spread. They did look good. The Colts defense is good. Twenty seven yeah. points on on the Colts defense. The defense giving up twenty four. But next week they got the Ravens. Maybe in the snow. 
to to skip ahead maybe in the snow which would be huge for them but i mean they made it past the first round go buffalo playoff win josh nellen blue collar guy we love that yeah. here we yeah love blue collar guys blue collar yeah. football players are the best football players so yeah i agree no I, I i checked the box score some josh allen did what he did had that big fucking drive right before the half getting in the box there getting the boys the lead um yeah, respect to the Colts. They have a fucking really solid defense. I think if they, they need to draft a quarterback, dude, if they get somebody that can throw the fucking ball, not Ooh, the Phillip, Colts. Yeah, yeah, not Philip fucking Rivers. Yeah, then. I mean he's Philip Rivers is not the answer. I don't know what quarterbacks are going to be available. Maybe Mac Jones down there. Um, yeah, the, the Colts have the twenty first. Mac Jones. I mean the Washington football team has uh, the nineteenth. He could definitely go there. Yeah. I mean, Trask could go somewhere in there, but fuck that. I don't, I don't even want to speculate on, on any of that draft shit. But So the Bills end up playing the Ravens, so we'll skip down to that game. The Ravens yeah. and the Titans played. Ravens, for the first time all year, overcame a 10-point deficit, which fucking sucks because we, uh, we were both pulling for the Titans. Love Mike Love Derek Henry. Love Mike Vrabel, exactly. Yeah. Those, guys, those are big dogs. Yeah, the, Titan, Those are the, Titan, big dogs. the Titans got a lot of big dogs there for the fucking boys. They have a good time. I enjoy fucking watching them. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, they couldn't pull it out. LJ LJ did his thing. South Florida represent. <laughs> Boynton County? Yeah, sniper gang <laughs> fucking doing it for, for his man Kodak. But yeah. yeah, LJ got busy. I mean, I, who knows if he can throw the ball long How's it need to? Yeah, I mean, when you run for a thousand yards at the quarterback position, you can kind of do what the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, if that's a snow game, the uh, who knows? Because the Ravens have the <laughs> number one rushing offense, and uh, the Bills have the number seventeen rushing defense. So who knows how that'll shake out? I mean, I yeah. it'll be a huge day for the Bills defense coordinator. Huge day, calling right plays and yeah. I mean, that's a the last yeah. time I checked, that's a two point. That was a two point spread. The Bills were two point favorites. Super fair spread, in my opinion. I thought maybe three and a half, three yeah. and a half spread point spread, but yeah, anything under that I, I think is fair. I saw going back to to Ravens Titans, talking about probably my favorite coach, Mike Vrabel, him and. Uh, Harbor were talking before, yeah, they were talking before the game. I don't know if you saw this breaking news, I guess. They were talking about, yeah, other coaches and then the media have been talking, uh, what if head coaches got in a fight and uh, who would win? And they were doing, like, a uh, big bracket. And, and Vrabel was sitting there like, ha-ha, like, that's real funny. Obviously, Vrabel would kick everybody's ass. The guy's an absolute unit. Big dog. Just he is huge. Yeah. And – He's he, thick. Yeah, and he makes big time decisions, except for that fourth down call. Shut up. We, we're not yeah, even talking about it. That's a bad call. He, re- he really must not be down to cut his dick off for a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I mean that was a bad call, but I mean, Vrabel said he was like, "Yeah, if I had to fight another head coach for my team, I'd do it ten out of ten times." But I mean that that was only if it would give us the win or something like that. He. Yeah, he's just like, if it's for the win. My guy, yeah. see, he'll yeah, he'll fucking fist fight. He'll chop his fucking cock off. He'll do what it takes to win, except for going for on fourth and two at your opponent's 40-yard line. But With I, Derrick Henry in your backfield. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, although Derrick Henry got fucking 
Yeah. He got, he got shut down a little bit, but who knows? Um, then we had the Brown Steelers, which we both were taking the Browns at least on the points, but they, uh, they fucking hey, put it on them. And that is the game that put me into retirement for my gambling career. I took them at like a 13 and a half point spread. Um, they like plus 13 and a half point spread and they won by 13. And I probably had seven or eight units on it. Not a good, not a good day for me. Not a good day at all. But I mean, it was fun to watch. I'm really liking the Browns right now. I'm on the train. Um, I love, love, love Nick Chubb and, and Hunt, Kareem Hunt. Those guys are beasts. Hunt is super underrated. The guy could line up in the slot. He could, he can run it. He's got great hands. And yeah, that's a, it's oh, it's ridiculous. Dude, they're two top borderline top ten running backs. Like people forget before fucking a video came out of Kareem Hunt fucking punting some chick. He was a you know a, uh, <laughs> offensive uh, what offensive rookie of the year. People you know forget because it in the he NFL was tra- he yeah. was trail dude. He was fucking. Yeah, you know, so what have you done for me lately, League? But he's been trill. And, I mean, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I mean, I think if they can control the ball, they got the number three rushing offense. Chiefs have the number 21 rushing defense. I think if they can fucking run the ball and, and eat clock and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, I think they'll be – I think they got a shot, dude, because they – The I defense mean, is so bad. The defense is fucking bad. but So it, bad. If they get – I don't know. I, I, I got confidence in their defense. I mean, their defense is bad on paper, yeah. I mean, they're in the 20s for pretty much everything except for run defense. They're number nine. I mean, they're middle of the pack in sacks, but Miles Garrett, you know, they can create pressure up front. So, if they can do that and try and just, you know, get Mahomes uncomfortable, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's going to be – that game's arrowhead, so they'll – you know, who knows. But I – uh I agree with you. I, I like the Browns right now. Um, I love the Browns, but like I was running scenarios in my head the other day after after the uh, the Browns beat the Titans, and I was like, "All right, so say the Titans are up fourteen in the fourth quarter, which would be like best case scenario for them. Like that's fourteen in the fourth quarter. Yeah, maybe they get the ball first. They got you know eleven minutes. The Chiefs got eleven minutes. I would live bet the Chiefs one hundred percent." <laughs> to win 100 percent, and i would have a lot of confidence in it if the chiefs were up you know 10 7 on the browns browns come down and score it's a you know in the middle of the quarter it's like a six minute game i'm taking the chiefs all day it's just like i don't think that the browns are going to be able to put up enough points in the first three quarters for mahomes not to get the chance to have a game-winning drive or be ahead you know what I mean? If, if yeah. there's a game-winning drive, Mahomes is scoring against that Browns defense. Like, there's not even a question. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just – you don't count on you, – you count on them to put up points every drive. I do. Every single you drive. Yeah, every no, single that's, drive. That, that's reasonable for sure. I mean, so – But that was my whole thing. Like, I love the Browns. I just love that offense. I love that Odell's not playing. Like, I think they hand the ball off more – they get Hunt more involved. They don't, they don't force targets to him. Exactly. And they were definitely doing that. And, I mean, Baker's done a great job, and he's a great leader for that team. Like, 
He's done a great job. You can't stood, give him enough credit, honestly. He stood in the paint and owned his mistakes. I mean, that's a big like, thing for him to do. Well, I mean, that's what the fuck you ask for. Like, that's the, you know, maturity part of being a fucking NFL quarterback. We talked about that, uh, you know, off air when we were talking about the Dwayne Haskins shit. It's just like, you know, there's only fucking 32 of them, dude. You don't just get to roll out of bed and be an NFL quarterback. If we did, yeah. I wouldn't be fucking pushing papers tomorrow morning. <laughs> I would exactly. roll out of bed and be an NFL quarterback. So, yeah, and, and, and the Chiefs got the uh, – I mean, the Chiefs got the best fucking one. I think Baker's – I think Baker's best playing days are, are still ahead of him. So, it'll be interesting to see how, how he progresses. But um, let's shift over to the fucking NFC East. We got the one-seed Packers taking on the Rams in that ferocious fucking defense. I, I I didn't realize until I started looking at the numbers that they're just – they're number one against the pass. They're number one in team defense, three against the run. They're number six on third down, second in the league in sacks. I mean, we all know that starts up front with Aaron Donald just pushing the fucking Beast. pocket in the middle. Beast. Uh, Leonard Best Floyd. defensive player in the league. He's yeah, 100%. Leonard Floyd coming off the edge. Of course, we got to talk about Jalen Ramsey just, you know, shutting down your fucking favorite Huge receiver. Huge matchup. Receiver. Yeah, him and Devontae Adams is Huge. electric. I don't know if they've played before. I didn't look at that. I should have. But I uh, I think they're they're going to be a fun one to fucking watch, dude. Ocho Senko always tweets about wishing there's wide receiver DBs only cams, and fuck, so do I, dude. Yeah. Adam Adams is the best route runner in the game. 100%. He's just crispy as fuck. Rodgers, this is – I mean, I guess we could bring this up right now. Best, like, QB or most dangerous QB receiver combo or QB tight end combo. I mean, you obviously a lot of people would say – obvious answer, a lot of people would say Mahomes, Cheetah. I think no, that's just I don't like, think so. I, I, think I think a lot of people would say that, though. I don't I, – I don't – I mean, I, I can see how you could, but I don't think so just because – I think Devontae Adams is a lot better than Tyreek is as compared to how much better Mahomes, Mahomes is. is than Rodgers. Like, yeah, like, you know, Mahomes is the most talented quarterback in the league. In, in Rodgers is the most competent. I mean, he's dude, unreal. I just – In the like, pocket. There's – in the pocket, out of the pocket, he's fucking incredible, dude. Yeah. He can move around. He makes all the throws. He improvises read the fucking defense, pick up yards on the run. You know, he's a real fucking deal, man. He doesn't make wrong moves. Mahomes makes wrong moves, but he makes insane he's so, plays, He's too. just – yeah, I mean, just Aaron Rodgers is so efficient. Yeah. So efficient. What do you have, 40-plus, 40 44 touchdowns and, like, four picks? Your MVP. Um, yeah. He's I your mean, MVP. He, no, yeah, I would say Rodgers, Devontae Adams, too, but I feel like a lot of people would say uh, Tyreek Hill and – Mahomes. I feel yeah, like that's I mean, just. I think, uh, I think Tyreek's gotten a lot better, but I still don't think he's that complete of a receiver. You know, he's still just like more of a big play gadget kind of threat, in my yeah. opinion. He's been, he's running routes better and his hands look more sure, undoubtedly, but I still don't think he's really like, you know. But I mean, then again, it's like if you're that fucking fast, why would you ever run a fucking curl? Yeah. I, like I just, I, I just yeah. try and run, run and outrun the secondary every time. So, um, like Adams, like, uh, or not Adams, like Devontae Smith does in at Alabama, yeah. just, just beats yeah. your corner, beats your safety. Like it's yeah, super casual he, the way he does it. Yeah, but then, then this will, I mean, this will be an interesting game. The Packers had the number one scoring offense 
uh, number 11 passing offense, number eight rushing offense. And uh, we talked about the Rams. I mean, the Rams offense, though, it's like the Rams offense is not great. I mean, the Packers are pretty good against the pass. They got Jair Alexander locking down. I don't know. I don't think he follows. I don't think there's anybody on the Rams worth following personally. So he's just going to shut down his part of the field. Yeah. Number, four, number 14 against the run. Um, they're which, solid. They're solid on defense. You yeah, know? yeah. They're not. They're not amazing. They're not. They're not the Browns defense. Like they're solid. Yeah. They're good on third down. The Packers number five on third down, and tenth and sacks with the Smith brothers, uh, Preston and Zadarius, getting after it up front. Plus Rayshon Gary. So it should be interesting. I think the Packers win that, but I. I mean, you gotta. You never know because if if Ramsey locks up Adams, what you know. Were we, we going to count on, on on Bobby T, Robert Tunyon, and fucking MVS, Marte, Marte, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Alan Lazard, and uh, Equinamius St. Brown, and, and, and those likes? I mean, that's... I think at the end of the day, though, Mahomes is going to make plays. I th- And this is a good – this is – You mean Rodgers? Yeah, Rodgers. <laughs> I, Rodgers. I think, though, at the end of the game – you're going to see less targets to Devontae Adams strictly for the reason that Ramsey's going to be guarding him. And Rodgers knows that. And he, maybe they'll have the philosophy, take him. Like, take him out of the game. The rest of your pass defense, like, isn't going to be able to stop Rodgers. Yeah. That, they might use that. I don't know if they're going to just try to hammer him the ball. Like, if he's open, hit him. You know, second and goal, you know, send him out quick slant, like whatever whatever you need to do with them or send them to the corner, whatever it is. But I don't think that if it's not there, Rodgers isn't going to force it. He's too smart for that. Take him out of the game. Take Adams out of the game. Like, I think at the end of the day, Rodgers still beats that team. Passing, getting out of the pocket, staying away from Donald. If Donald gets to him the first half, who knows, different story. You know, he gets – that defense gets a couple sacks on him. I don't know how good the Packers' O-line is. But, I mean, Rodgers is mobile. They're pretty good. I think yeah. – I, I mean, they, they're they they're pretty solid. Um, but, yeah, we're both rolling with the Packers there. Saints I think Fox. they're easy favorites also out of the yeah. NFC. I think they're easy favorites. Yeah, I agree. And we'll, we'll, we'll explain some of that why, I think. And the, uh, this next matchup, Saints, Bucks um, – didn't realize how good the Saints' defense was overall. Um, really fucking good, actually. Offense, top five offense and scoring. Um, but can Drew Brees fucking throw enough if they got to play catch up? I mean, it's him and Brady in the fucking geezer bowl. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I uh, I don't know. I think I like uh, – I think I like the fucking – Bucks. I'm Saints. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't really like either of them. <laughs> the Bucks have the number one rushing defense, and I don't know if Drew Brees can throw. But then again, I don't think there's anybody on the uh, on the Bucks that can really fucking. What do you think about rankings as in best available quarterback? I know I talked about this with a few of my my buddies from home because. My buddy Steves, who is like five and ninety-five in his last one hundred picks against the spread, like he's—if you need picks, like 
maybe next next episode. Yeah, next episode I'll start I'll start giving Siebs picks and just fade him like you have over a ninety five percent chance of winning. He is awful. Like literally cannot win. His one win that he had, one most recent win in his last hundred games was the Browns, which was just like I thought that was pretty obvious. Maybe he thought that the Steelers would win or that the Steelers he tried to, would win. He tried, he, he, tried, tried, he, he tried to fade himself. And he tried to like <laughs> fade himself and it ended up working out. Who knows what it is, but I mean the kid cannot win. And so we had to talk about who the, you know, top seven best or I guess eight teams if you include the Rams quarterback situation, but I think they're an obvious eighth best uh quarterback right now with whatever situation they have going on there and really what we were trying to decide is like who's better Brady Breeze Lamar like those were kind of like the bottom tier and Baker too like the bottom four quarterbacks I feel like or bottom three I guess I feel like Mahomes Rogers Josh Allen are the top three you know best quarterbacks right now still alive in the playoffs but who would you rank Lamar, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Baker. Granted that Goff and uh, Wolford are the eight, which I think is pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, probably go Brady, Brady, Baker, Lamar in either order, and then Brees. I mean, I just don't – I don't know, dude. I don't like the Saints passing offense. I mean, dude, I don't know. I da- think da- down the stretch, Brady stinks. I, Brady stinks. I don't like either of those old fucks, but I just like I can't, I can't put LJ over Tom. You know what I'm saying? Just because I know what Tom's capable of. It'd just be foolish to put that on fucking the record that I'm going against Tom. I'll go like, against Tom all day. Oh, I know you can. I'll but... I'll go against Tom all day, and I think if he has a chance to win. It's against that Saints team because who knows what, you know, Drew Brees is going to go. Drew Brees is old, but, like, he's got heart. Where, like, Brady has his rings. I feel like he he wants to win and he's going to do everything he can to win. But, like, he's just, like, outdated with the Bucs. If he was on the Pats and it was Belichick, like, yeah, who knows? Like, they probably would have made the playoffs. Brady was still there just, like, assuming that they make the playoffs every single year. They've been together, but. I mean, maybe I would put Brady above LJ then. I'd on my order would go Lamar. Right now, it would be Lamar, Baker, Breeze, Brady, which I think is like the exact opposite of what you just said. <laughs> but like, that's just Lamar's way more mobile. Like, just came up. The, the Ravens haven't lost in seven games, I think. I think they've won seven straight after that last. Uh, win against the Titans, which is a great stat for them. They're hot right now. They just came off a, a um, comeback win. They're hot, and Lamar is playing good. Yeah. And when Lamar is playing good, the rest of the team's playing good. That's just how it is. And he's leading right now. They said in an interview, what was the matchup like between you and Derrick Henry? And he's like, the matchup between me and Derrick Henry, like we play two different positions. Like it's a matchup between our team, and our team played better today. And they're a bunch of thugs over there. They are – they're bad ends. They – dude, Marcus Peters, one of my favorite defensive players. Dude, I know. The no sock thing. It looks like he's wearing no socks with his cleats. So bad ends. And then him dancing at, at, uh, on the logo 
in Tennessee. I fuck with. I just fuck. I just fuck with him. Like he's always he's always had that dog ass fucking attitude. Yeah, he's always played fucking. Always played hard. Always had that edge. That's like when yeah. the Chiefs. It's like when the Chiefs traded him. I was like, "Fuck!" I was. I wish the Eagles would have drafted him way back when the Chiefs did. Uh, Chiefs traded up like two picks ahead of him, and I was like, "Fuck!" We needed a corner that year. Uh, but yeah, he's got yeah. that fucking dog in him. Yeah, their whole defense, bro. That that's just like a. That's like just it's a moniker that I feel like you have to play to. Like it's just notorious that the Ravens defense is a bunch yeah. of fucking smash mouth in your face. Just like, exactly. Fuck, exactly. Just they're just badass. That's wasn't just, the right word. They're badass. Yeah. They're just, just some fucking, some bad motherfuckers that shout out know, Ray Lewis. Dude, they're here to kick, <laughs> they, dude, they're, they're there to kick ass and chew bubble gum and they are all out of bubble gum, my friend. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's it. Yeah, and I mean, dude, when you got a defense like that and you can run the fucking ball, like we've said, you know, you and I have said before, defense in a, in a run game fucking always travel. So that's um, that's good to know. But let's look at these fucking spreads real quick and see uh, see what picks we like if we're going to make, yeah. uh, make, some, make some money for the, for the folks. <laughs> On the spot, can't lose part of life. I, uh, I mean, you know, I'm not much of a, I'm more of a tease guy myself, Yeah. but I'll probably, I'd probably go. I think lock of the week is Packers minus seven and a half. It was six and a half, which would have been an absolute steal. It's moved up. Oh, wait, I take that back. It yeah, opened at seven and a half and now live at six and a half. Steel. Yeah, I got it. I got it at six and a half. I got the Bills at two and a half, Chiefs at ten, and the Saints at three. What about you? Yeah, I still got Chiefs nine and a half. You on <laughs> Bovada? <coughs> yeah. I'm looking at scores and odds. They're live out of the Vegas books. I think I take. Something that I haven't been doing since I'm in retirement, I don't, I don't feel bad talking about it, is when the public hammers a team, you hammer the opposite. That's just how it works. Yeah. If 90% of the public is hammering, you know, for example, the Packers are definitely going to be hammered at six and a half, you would hammer the opposite. But part of my retirement is the Bills played the Steelers a couple weeks ago. Or no, it was the Patriots when they went when they went to New England. The Bills went to New England, and it was like I don't know. It was a close. It was a close spread to start, and then I picked it live at like you know the Patriots plus seven or something, plus seven and a half, eight, and I was like, "There's no way if." And the spread was like six or seven, seven and a half. I was like, there's no way if 95% of the public bet the Bills spread that that was going to cover. So I hammered the Patriots, which I would never do. I hate the Patriots more than anything, more than the Red Sox. I hate the Red Sox so much. And and the Bills beat them by like 40. They hammered them. They crushed them, beat them by like a million. It was It was a disgrace. It's been a long time coming. I didn't think it through. But I think the same thing's going to happen now with the Packers and the Rams. Like, it's so obvious that they're going to hit that spread and everybody's going to bet it. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, 
bet the Rams, <laughs> bet the Rams plus money. But I, I do think that the lock is is the Packers at six and a half. That's a crazy spread. One yeah. touchdown. <clears throat> yeah. And they don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. Like is golf yeah. playing for sure? Yeah, I don't know. Off the injury. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he played last week, and the other dude is in concussion protocol. So, but he we'll came see. in like injured off the sideline, didn't he? Yeah, with the fucked up hand. Yeah, and it's just, isn't this just throwing hand? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he he's a fucking he's a champ for grinding it out. But yeah, yeah I I agree. I mean, I've but see, I don't know though. I feel like I like just the. Uh, I feel like I like taking the fucking – I mean, the Bills opened at two-point favorites, so they've gotten money put on them. Um, <clears throat> I like the Bills. I like the uh, – By a field goal. And it's I, in Buffalo. That's a big thing, too. Lamar yeah. said he doesn't <laughs> want to play in the snow. 100% chance it snows. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. I could go either way on some of these, like – because I'm thinking T's right here. I'm obviously taking the Packers plus a half. And then it's like, I don't know if I want to go with the Bills plus five and a half or the Ravens plus nine and a half. Because I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm taking the Bills to win. I might just go. Money line Bills. Yeah, honestly, <clears throat> I think I'm going. My, my, my on the spot, can't lose parlay. Packers minus six and a half. Bills, Saints, money line. I like that. Yeah. I think that's it. I, I don't know. You you've you got me fucking second guessing Uncle Tom now. So fuck him though. I, I don't care. I, I Yeah. I don't know. I just No, I like that. I think that'll be a close game. I'm going Packers minus six and a half, Chiefs minus ten, minus nine and a half. You like that? I think we just locked it. I think we just locked in that parlay. I might come out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like that now. I think if I can get that minus nine and a half and minus six and a half, I think yeah. I'm taking those all day. Or yeah. minus six and a half plus ten. I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> I'm taking the Browns. Dude, if I I would I would buy the half and play the fucking Chiefs, honestly. I'm taking the Browns plus ten minus six and a half. The Chiefs have been shit against the spread this year. Yep. But I think it's just because they're ridiculous fucking well, spreads. Because they get the crazy spreads, yeah. I'm going Browns and I'm going Packers spread. Sold. Moving on, put your money on it. Cash out. I'm not betting I'm not gonna bet it so everybody else can win. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, give everybody else a slice of the pie for a change. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Hell yeah. All right, so yeah, we're uh, official official plays though. We are both we're both taking the Packers. We we are we're, we're I think we're going the same shit across the board now. Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Saints to just straight up to yep. straight up win. Yep. I mean, if you want to No, I like that. If you throw that, I mean that's plus three thirty right there. That's not a bad Yeah. Bet one to win fucking three, and I feel pretty confident in all of those. I mean, even if you just wanted to do Chiefs Packers minus one eighty, 
it's still not terrible fucking odds for two two pretty confident picks. Uh, I like if you're not feeling as risque, you know what I'm saying, and you want to go with a couple fucking couple easy ones, go there. But let's uh, – we are talking about the NFL. We have been riding the Browns pretty hard uh, because we both are big Browns fans, especially after the recent comments made by none other than the TikTok star himself, Juju Corvette Corvette Schuster. Um, We're going to go ahead and fucking dish out our Mount Rushmore of most hated players in the NFL. And uh, for content's sake, we have shared our list with each other, and there is one carryover, and it it is indeed Juju. Because I, I, dude, I, as a man, you don't let your mouth write checks that your ass can't fucking cash. And And that's what the fuck he did. Like, how how quick he went from the lovable rookie that rides his fucking bike to the field to the biggest fucking bitch. Yep. No. I, I, it's everybody, everybody. If you're a Steelers fan, you don't even like him. And I'll, I'll go, I'll give my list first because carrying off the juju, Claypool, Chase Claypool coming on right there. And I didn't want to involve, you know, the same team, but I had to. I hate Chase Claypool. He said, oh, we, you know, we lost the game. It was a tough game. But, you know, what are we going to do? The Browns are getting clapped next round. I mean, who grow up. Like, you're a product of Notre Dame. You know, they're all about integrity. They're all – like, it, it doesn't show. Like, you had a great season. You're a great player. But, like, don't be a little baby about it. He's second. Third, I'm going with Patriot fans. I absolutely hate the Patriots. They were super quiet this year. Still hate. I'm not going to forget about you. Giants, you know, Eli Manning never lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You know, people forget. It's all like it is what it is. And then fourth, um, going with Odell. Nothing against him for leaving New York. He's another big baby. Like, he makes great plays. He's awesome. But, like, he's an, aw- he's an awesome talent. He's not awesome off the field. And – I'm not going to call him like a cancer to his team because he's got all the talent and everything, but you know, he, they force targets with him. It's just, t- it's tough to please. He's tough to it, please. He's, the whole he's butthole thing, the whole butthole thing. He loves, he loves buttholes, like super suspect. It's like, he's just not good for, there's no team that he's going to be. Is it, successful. Hold on. Is it that he likes buttholes or he likes to be fucking shit on? I don't, I don't know. Regardless, he's suspect. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like, Odell hasn't, Odell hasn't been the same since he was smoking blunts on the yachts with the homies on the bike. Yes, yes. I don't think anybody from that picture has. No, it's – that's a terrible – yeah, that was a terrible moment for him. The whole butthole news was bad. But uh, yeah, let's, on this, let's hear on your this, lust. Let's hear on, your on, lust. Yeah, on this episode of, t- of Today in fucking Giants history. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got Juju. I got J.J. Watt just because I think he's a fucking – I don't know. I think he just tries too hard. Yeah, fair. He also looks like the dude that wouldn't let you copy his fucking homework. Like you could be, you could be the starting defensive end, literally playing right next to him, and and you'd be like, "Yo, did you do uh, you do the algebra homework?" You'd be like, "Yeah, bro, fuck you." Like, uh, it, it, what's it's that fucking stupid ass saying? It's just like, you know, uh, you know, shit's fucking rented and rents due every day. You know, like shit isn't free. You know, I'm just like, okay, dude, what? Yeah, 
you know, one of those fucking guys, like, yeah, you know, this is the work you got to put in. Like, all right, bro, I fucking get it. I put in work too, just not on fucking math homework. You know what I'm saying? So fuck him. Um, number three, I have Jadavion Clowney, not for any particular reason, I guess, although he did have a super dirty hit on Wentz in the playoffs game that yep. knocked him out. And I don't know. I mean, he obviously hasn't been the same since the ACL, but that hit probably had to fuck him up pretty good too. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, fuck him for that. And uh, last but not least, Carson Wentz himself, because fuck him. Uh, we just we just fired our head coach because he's a fucking pussy. You yeah. When you have a 55% you know, completion rating, you can't push the ball down the field. You have the most turnovers in the league. You fumble. Like, he's got just as bad of ball control issues as fucking Jameis. And literally prior to his ACL, he was the favorite for the MVP that year in my mind. Yeah. So I agree with that. You know, I don't know. Fuck him now, though, because he's just made the whole situation there feel toxic because you just can't mix. But that's a that's a list. You know, if you agree, disagree. No, I mean, fucking. Uh, I love the list. I think we should move right in to the most important segment of the pod, Big Dog of the Week. Yeah. Big Dog of the Week. I'm – I mean, I'm going with James Harden. <laughs> Just got traded to the Nets. We don't even – keep thinking about it. We don't even need to talk about the trade. It's, it's insane to me that he's going there. James Harden's super fat now parties all the time he is for sure a big dog he's still getting buckets now he's like playing 500, 500 racks a week or not a week a game and that's why he's in the club yeah that's how that's how you that's how you can make it rain 50 racks in the club and and not and not give a fuck you make 10 of those in one game um yeah and he's going to the nets of course which have Kyrie, who should uh Stephen a says he should retire and i mean honestly i agree talk about fucking cancer like he yeah i think i think legitimately is uh a cancer to to everyone around him he's blown up fucking every team he's been a part of but now they got three personalities between Kyrie, katie and fucking james harden like jesus you know how they make that work is going to be it's a lot to talk about it's a lot to take in yeah it's i mean and dude uh Personally, I could give a fuck about the NBA. I know uh, you're more of a hoops guy, but personally, fuck them. I think it's just a bunch of fucking divas. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. And the best part about the NBA is the playoffs. The bubble last year was awesome and everything. But And, that, and that's still fresh. That's breaking fucking news as of yeah. you know, a couple hours ago. So we'll see how everything shakes out. I mean, the trade has to go through. You know, fat-ass James Harden. Who knows? Um, he, pass, he may not pass physical. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. They're, uh, could be some shit like that. But, yeah, big dog of the week, James Harden, for you. For me, my big dog of the week is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yeah, it, it was – like, like we said earlier, it was their first win coming back from down 10. LJ, Lamar Jackson was going to be my big dog. But I had to give it to the whole team because they did fucking show out. Um, notably, though, a true fucking big dog and a big grit guy as pardon my take would say, I don't know how he wasn't a candidate for the low man of the year. Uh, Mr. Patrick Ricard, their fullback checking in at six foot four, 303 fucking pounds. According to the you don't know him. Look website. it up. 
If you don't know him, look it up. He is a beast. Yeah, that man, a, he's a real a big, big dog. That's a big dog. The fine big dog. Yeah, he's the definite chef. Like he is just a large dog, and he's been playing good, and he's been getting involved in the offense, which is good to see. Three catches last week from a fullback. That's big time. Yeah, big production. That's big time. But yeah, I mean, we we're definitely we're definitely. I mean, we had a good episode today. We had a lot to talk about. We definitely have more to talk about, but we're kind of coming up on our time. Um, any, I mean, anything else that we should talk about real quick? I think we're coming up on over an hour. Uh, yeah, we're getting the we're 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 close. We can. Uh, I mean, baseball. There's really not much to talk about the Lindor trade. I think we both agree that the Mets just. I don't think are going to ever be. They'll never be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can dig into baseball shit when they get closer to to season. There's. I saw something that they're projected to go to spring training. I think in February, as usual. I'm assuming playing 162 game season because they need the fucking money. Um, there really is no action on the free agent front right now, so really not much to go on there. Um, we'll see. I'm going to do a quick plug uh, for UFC coming up this weekend, Fight Night, uh, which actually takes place during the day. They're out in Abu Dhabi. So uh, May or the prelims start at 10, I think, or 12, and the main card starts at 3. Featured fight is Max Holloway, Calvin Cater, at featherweight, 145 pounds. Should be fucking – should be a good fight. Um, but that's on ABC for the first time. This huge 19, news since 1997, yeah, which is dope. Uh, if you got if you got ESPN Plus, you can check out the uh, the prelims and all that stuff. I uh, I become a big fucking UFC MMA guy recently since Dana White was the only one that had the fucking stones to you know make shit shake. That's a fucking he's a big dog. Future big dog of the week candidate already yeah, he, in the air. He's always a big dog of the week candidate, and it yeah. could be as soon as next week because yeah. we got the return of the fucking notorious Conor McGregor, the fucking man of the people. Uh, you know, some might argue the baddest man in the lightweight division. We will see. Uh, he takes on Dustin Poirier, uh, who I like a lot. He's a fucking – he's a super good dude. I think he's a good fighter as well. He's not afraid to get in there and bang. His last fight with Dan Hooker uh, in June, I believe, was a fight at the uh, – fight of the year candidate I, I don't think they won but it was a fucking war so they're gonna get in there and hopefully they scrap this shit that's five rounds so hopefully they should get in there and uh beat the fuck out of each other for 25 minutes but shout out Dana yeah. white for being a fucking real one um but that's it that's my quick plug on the ufc um we're gonna go ahead and fucking wrap this up then if you made it this far, we appreciate you fucking hanging with us. Episode one, we are uh, we're officially underway. Hopefully this will come out. We're recording this Wednesday night, so hopefully we'll get this dropped by Friday. should yeah. definitely be on Apple Podcasts, Big Dogs Only, uh, waiting on the approval from Spotify still. So Twitter, we'll Instagram coming soon too. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram are OTW on the way. Uh, we'll put those in the description of this podcast once it gets uploaded. Um, so yeah, appreciate you rocking with us. Appreciate you checking in and listening and Joey snacks, take it out with the, uh, take it out with the song of the day, song of the night. What are we feeling? Song of the night outro. We're going with wipe the case away. Bobby Schmurda coming out of jail soon. Everybody's celebrating. Time for you to celebrate too. And that's a wrap for tonight. Thank you.
Love that. Big dogs only checking Big out. Big dogs only checking Why out. Why they want to paint a belly on me? Bullshit. I ain't did nothing. They're acting like they got the dime on me. This is what me need, Jim. Motherfuckers bluffing. Fuck out here, I got bad. I let my lawyer wipe that case away. Oh, he wiped that case away. I let my lawyer wipe that case away. I told my lawyer I got 40 on me Is you trying to go to court for me? These niggas trying to put a charge on me I let my 